Welcome to Fraser 365. Over the next several days, we're going to be hearing from some of our mission partners about how they heard their call into mission work and what they're doing today. We hope, as you listen to each day, that you'll be asking God to reveal where He may be calling you to work in ministry and mission. Today, we hear again from Rebecca Pazmino, who's going to tell us about her family's current ministry in the mission field. Hi, Fraser family. Rebecca Pazmino here uh, with OMS in Ecuador and in the Latin American Caribbean region. And our family is involved directly in church planting in an area called Chongon, which is on the outskirts of Guayaquil, Ecuador. Our big why as a mission with One Mission Society is this. We exist to see the world transformed through authentic, Christ-centered communities. We exist. This is our purpose, to see the world transformed because only the Holy Spirit transforms. It's not us, but we are privileged to see it and to be a part of it. And what's the vehicle that God chooses through which to transform this world? Authentic, Christ-centered communities. In other words, His church. So we seek to model and to help to develop disciples who, banding together, form a healthy community that is always centered on Christ. And I'd like to tell you a little story. The names are changed, but everything else is true. Nancy started attending this new church plant in Chongon before she turned two years old. Her mom would bring her to Bible study and then to kids club. And Nancy started learning worship songs and Bible verses. And she became the first in her family to grow up knowing Jesus her whole life. And when her mom, Laura, would get discouraged, Nancy would say, Come on, mom, it's time to pray. It's time to worship. And as Laura grew in her faith, there was so much that needed to be healed from a very dysfunctional family and a painful past. So we worked through Celebrate Recovery, through trauma healing groups, discipleship bands, emotionally healthy spirituality. And little by little, Laura grew deep roots in Jesus and began to heal. And as Laura grew in her faith, she would often invite her mom, Mary, to church or to Bible study in a home. And Mary would attend, but she hadn't made any kind of commitment. Mary was one of the people in her little town that you would go to if you were sick, but not because she was a doctor. She would pass an egg over the sick person, and the egg would supposedly draw disease from it and other such practices that there was nothing medical or Christian about it. And around about October, Laura told me, I think my mom is ready. I had the honor of sharing the gospel message directly with Mary and praying with her to receive Christ. And about six weeks later, we learned that Mary's father, Frank, was very ill. Could we go pray with him? So we went to visit him in a little clinic, and he was in pretty bad shape. We shared scripture with him and asked if he wanted to receive Christ. And he said, no, nope, not now. So honestly, we left feeling a bit discouraged, but I said to Mary, now it's your turn. You don't need a pastor or a missionary to come with you to pray for your dad. Keep visiting him, keep giving him the opportunity, keep asking him. And in our New Year's Eve service, Mary gave testimony that her father had passed away a few days earlier. But she said, I kept visiting him and he prayed with me to receive Christ before he died. 
So this is a generational story of trickle-up transformation. It started with the response of a young child. And we can never imagine all that God wants to do when we unconditionally give Him our yes. Yes.